Welcome to episode 27 of the Great Answer Europe podcast. My name is Andre, and with me as always, my co-host aside. What's up, man? Hey, man. And also with us, an extra co-host for the day, Malte Svensson, our teammate. Welcome to the podcast, man. Hi, guys. Thank Give you. Give us like, a really quick introduction about you, like a real quick one. Yeah. What's your um, name? Well, my name is Malte Svensson. I started playing football 10 years ago, so this will be my 10th season with the Kwanza Predators. Uh, I play safety or nickel, whatever you would call it. And I have coached some as well with Andre. Yeah, Malte is our defensive back uh, supreme and he... uh... He's uh, one of the most dedicated Predator guys we have. How many most dedicated awards do you have for, uh, uh, oh God. for the team you played up. for? Um, two U17s, two U19s, one senior, I think. So, yeah, yeah. Malte is uh, one of the most dedicated players we've ever had with the club. And it's awesome to also have him with us on the podcast today. Thank you, man. Uh, fun fact, he's quite the coach. He has one win in the school tournament against Andre. <laughs> Gotta put that in. That's my biggest flex, actually. <laughs> he beat the crap out of Andre's team. Oh, calm down. So th- this is a very minor tournament that we host in Kifuansta each year between schools. And Malta happened to be at a school where they have some very good players already that one year. So... Let, let's settle it down. He won a close game, and I coached up my guys pretty well. So, in a Bill Belichick. <laughs> but anyway, to get going with today's podcast, uh, we're going to be visiting uh, much of Europe in this preview pod. Uh, we're going to be taking a look at the CEFL games being played. We're going to have the Towers face off with the Elboy Black Knights. The Badalona Drax are going to face the Flash de la Colneuve. Uh, a team from Belgrade is going to play the Danube Dragons. And then we will move to the French, Italian, and Spanish League. And we're going to end off in our own country, in Sweden. And we're going to take a look at the one Super Series game being played between Teresa and Kalsta, and also take a look at some Division One action. Let's get what it. do we say to that, guys? Sounds Let's good. Start with the CFL. I'm hoping to God that Orbru wins. Oh yeah, totally. Actually, not 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 for the obvious reasons. I just want them. I want to see them getting. The beating the living crap out of them by the Schwabish Hall unicorns. Yeah, so so this so the setup here in Copenhagen, the towers are gonna are gonna square off with the old boy black knights, and whoever wins this game gets the honor to travel to Schwabish Hall to take on the unicorns, one of the very best teams in Europe. They won the champ the CFL championship last year. So they are the defending champions. Not to be that guy, but I'm probably rooting for unicorns then. Go unicorns. <laughs> hey, 
What kind of bandwagon supporter are you, Mazda? No, no. I just like the unicorns also. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it should be a fun game. <clears throat> the game between the Drax and the Konov should be exciting. Konov yeah. has been kicking ass in the French League. Yeah, this is the second league, uh, game in the CEFL we're taking a look at. Uh, a few weeks ago, we had that other game between a French and a Spanish team. But this weekend, we're getting another French and Spanish matchup. But these two teams have both been doing really well in their domestic leagues. The Drax, I believe, are second in their division. And Fla Flash de la Colneuve, they're just running through the French league right now. So it's going to be... It's going to be an exciting game to take a look at yeah, with yeah. two teams that are doing well domestically. And also, you'll be able to sort of see where the levels are at in France compared to Spain. What do you think, Malte? Well, I'd like to have some scores from uh, Flash. I'll just say Flash rest of the podcast because I can't pronounce their name. But the scores they have been putting up is like incredible. Madden numbers. Madden. Like, yeah, rookie numbers. Sim 48 and 0, 74, 0, 44, 16, 35, 12, and so on. Like high number games. They won their last game 86 to 0. But it was the, against the worst team in the league. I but can't still, even pronounce their name. But still, 86 oh, and 0. Oh, like. Over 80 points is insane. Me and Andre actually watched the game live. It was 50-0 at half. Jesus. I guess the Aragonauts or something like that. Oh, the oh the Argonauts game? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, checked, I thought it might be a decent game. Checked in. Oh. 50 nothing. Great. <laughs> wow. No, but they have been running the French league in the A group. Now yeah. we're jumping from the CFL to the French league here. No, uh, we have one more game in the CFL. You have the Danube Dragons taking on uh, a Serbian team, uh, a team from Belgrade. Do you have the team name? Vienna. No, that that's the dragons. But Belgrade, SBB, Vikov. Oh yeah, those guys. Some hard. See, Andre is the pronounced specialist. <laughs> I'm having some technical difficulties uh, today, so having a hard hard time getting uh, names up. Yeah, I, I try to research some about them but I couldn't find anything on Huddle or anything else so I, there... I don't have much to say about them which teams do you actually know about here? Belgrade SBB Vukovi I think something like that exactly. I don't speak Serb, Ser any Serbian but Vukovi uh, Copenhagen Towers probably they have a pretty strong connection between their quarterback and their wide receiver. Uh, when I watched some game film from them, uh, almost every highlight was the quarterback and that one predictable 
uh, wide receiver Jakob Green. And the quarterback was Randall Patrick Schroeder. They have a good connection to each other. So, uh, but what? one trick pony team. What do you say? One trick pony team. Yeah, you could probably say that. But one interesting thing about the Towers v. Uh, Black Knights matchup. Uh, I mean, Little Blue, they've started out their Super Series season. They've struggled a bit, but they're one and two, I think. They're three games into their season. So they've, they, they're in game. I would assume that they're in game shape now. Like, yeah, they, probably, they yeah. just came off a huge win. Uh, who, who did they get the comeback win Stockholm. last week against Stockholm? No, Stockholm, no, no. not Stockholm. I, I think they lost. Kalsta. Yeah, Kalsta. no, they, they beat Kalsta in a huge second half comeback. So they, they have some wind in their back, and the towers, they haven't played yet. The Danish season hasn't started. So I wonder if Rust is going to be the tower's undoing or if they can still match a somewhat now seasoned Overbrew team. I think they had some preseason games. I don't think they're coming in here without any game experience. Yeah, but I think there's still a difference between being three games into a tough regular season compared to... Compared to you know, only having played preseason stuff. If you yeah. put it that way, Orobru is at three three games in of injuries. Also, yeah, yeah, that's true. That may also impact the game. Well, they have the farmers deal with Asta as well. So probably some Asta players maybe will come with Orobru to play against Copenhagen. I don't know. I don't, I don't think they are a big factor there. Ah. I also you know, don't think that's uh, doable this week because Easter they have a game of their own, oh, which yeah, we will, right. which we will get to a bit later. Me and Andre wanted to go and watch this game live, but we had a game the, the same day. Yeah, I mean th- this weekend is insane. Like on the Saturday, I think there are like two or three Swedish league games. And like all of the CEFL games, I think we're on Saturday as well. Yeah, I count them, and there's one, two, four. Uh, yeah, four. No, actually three. The Moscow game is uh, canceled. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's kind of war out there. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the politics uh, surrounding uh, Russia has uh, sort of banned them from competition. If I understood I that game. right. I want to see a game, Mos- like Russia against Ukraine. Oh no! Wow. But anyway, do we have anything to add on the for the Badalona Drax versus Flash de la Conneve matchup? I actually do not know. This is probably the best matchup because both teams, as Andre said, is dominating. Their divisions, kind of. So it should be fun to see. Yeah, I, I'm very curious about this matchup. I think, I think whichever team wins this matchup actually has a good chance to go far in this competition. But still, it's not even close. Like the Austrian team and the German teams are always winning, so it doesn't even matter. 
No, but some of the some of the teams are really competitive. I, I think there's even a Swiss team uh, that might be competitive, the Calanda Broncos. I think they entered the competition next round together with Schwäbisch Hall and another team. Um, yeah, I think so. Because the winning team of those two is facing the Black Panthers. And they are actually ranked number one in the Austrian league. No, let's see. I, I actually uh, got it up here. So the winner of the Drax Flash game, they're playing the Tonon Black Panthers from France. So they're the okay. second place team behind the Flash. So I think if the Flash can beat the Drax, they have a pretty clear road ahead to go through next round as well. Because last time they played the Black Panthers, they beat them pretty badly. I thought this was the Prague Black Panthers. No, it's uh, the Tonon Black Panthers, the French team, who okay. won. Was that two weeks ago? And let's uh, see, the winner, yeah, we mentioned the winner of the Towers Black Knights game gets to go to Schwäbisch Hall. Uh, the Kalanda Broncos are going to face off against the Budapest Wolves in the next round. So the Wolves got pushed through because Moscow isn't allowed to compete. And the Broncos yeah. enter the competition next round, same as Schwebischal. And also the Parma Panthers, an Italian team, are entering the competition next round. And they will face the winner of the Belgrade v. Danube Dragons game. We might have to go to some one of those games, Andre. Yeah, we really should try because they, these are some very interesting matchups. Listen, if Urbru wins this game against the Towers, we can think about going to Schwäbisch Hall. It's not a far flight slash <laughs> train ride slash car ride. <laughs> well, 14th of May, we, we don't don't we have a game then? Um, the, the, the problem is trying to follow a bunch of other, the problem with trying to follow a bunch of other leagues during right now is that it's during our season as well so it's difficult for us to be everywhere we play a friday night game before that actually perfect play the game then fly <laughs> that's a solution uh, i'll add that i don't know anything about this uh, team from belgrade uh, Vulkivi. i actually have no clue what they bring to the table but i do know uh, there are some very good Serbian football players, so I'm curious to see what that matchup is going to be. But I, I know the Danube Dragons are a, a very good team from Austria. Yeah, any team from Austria is good. <laughs> the, the Austrian league is fantastic. Uh, they're not playing this week, actually. God damn. The Austrian league is not playing this week, but there are some games going on in France, aren't there? Should we move on to France? Let's fly over. Let's see, in round seven, uh, okay, it's it's pretty mild week. Nothing too exciting here. The Amans are facing the Saint Queen. Saint Twin 
Yeah, I can't pronounce it. <laughs> so uh, Amiens against the uh, what, what Saint Ouen. That, that's like the only name yeah. I really struggle with in uh, <laughs> the French league. Yeah, yeah that's, then, that's a that's a decent matchup. Yeah, yeah, it's it's actually a good matchup because it's the like the third spot holder. Like the team who wins it is becomes the third team in the league. Yeah, um, and get a playoff spot or anything. Oh. I'm pretty sure in the French league that third spot is the last uh, playoff spot. Yeah. Then the other week is uh, the other game is the Argonaut. Oh my god. <laughs> the Argonauts against, against... Grenoble. That's a bullshit matchup. The Argonauts <laughs> is one of the top teams. They are? Yeah. <laughs> they're good. And the uh, Grenoble is uh, the, the they're one of the worst. Teams. They're like one of five, aren't they? Oh. Yes, they have seen yeah. one win. I don't know yeah, who so, they beat. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, the, probably the one team that are below them? No. <laughs> Zero wins for those the Hurricanes. Go exactly. They, they probably beat the Hurricanes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Most, most definitely. But, yeah, the, the Argonauts should win that game, but... I don't know. Like they they haven't been competitive with the very top teams in that division. So what's to say that they can't slip up against one of the bottom teams? Yeah, those two next teams I can't even pronounce their names. Sur Seine. Sorry French people. Uh Asnia Sur Seine. Yeah. And Fonon Les I can't pronounce that last Bains. 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 Oh, uh, the Donald Black Panthers. Exactly. Those are facing each other. Uh, yeah, I mean, be... the Black Panthers should be rolling in that game. That shouldn't yeah. be an issue at all for them. Yeah, they Probably are not. five and one. One and five, so not a big threat. Then the Grizzlies are facing the Hurricanes, the best of the worst. Oof. Yeah, the Grizzlies are pretty good. They're pretty the Grizzlies good. Grizzlies are the second team, so they will kick yeah. and kill them. Yeah. Uh, then we will see the wait, wait, wait. Uh, hold on a second. Yeah, here. Uh, the hours to lose are getting killed by the Blue Stars. Oh, the the blue stars. I don't. I don't. I don't see any scenario where the blue stars slip up in the regular season. I just don't see it happening. Maybe if they're both quarterbacks blow out their ACL in warmups, <laughs> and they're playing the Grizzlies. I think that's the only way. <laughs> and both quarterbacks and defensive and defensive coordinators out for some reason. I mean, the, the Marseille Blue Stars are rolling to that number one seed, and oh yeah, still no. Yeah, they'll they'll be the number one seed, and they should have a fun uh, playoff game. Perhaps, perhaps it's going to be end up being against the Black Panthers. Yeah, it looks like the finals should be Konov versus the Blue Stars. 
Is that your prediction, Asai? Early finals prediction, yeah. <laughs> I would say as well, actually. I mean, yeah, that that's the e easy guess when looking at the French standings at the moment. No, but actually, in Europe in general, like in football in Europe, there's rarely you see a, like a underdog team making it. It's usually like the biggest clubs that are winning all the time. Yeah, I mean, to some degree, yeah. But I think we've we're seeing that shifting in some leagues. For example, in in, in Sweden, we've got a very close uh, top league where any given week any team can win. So that isn't always the case. Yeah, but the teams in the Super Series are equal. There's no bottom feeders. In France, here, come on! If you win eighty six yeah. to nothing, yeah, you're yeah, not in the same I, division. Exactly. <laughs> You're not in the same decision. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> That's a madden numbers. <laughs> anyway, should we fly should we fly over to Italy? The most random league in Europe. It's our it's our favorite Malta. We 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 keep going to Italy and then we see that one team has played five games another another team has played two games and we don't know what the hell is going on <laughs> wow and some some teams are playing the preseason oh, yeah, game I see here. some have played three some have played five like wow what <laughs> and, and we can't, we can't really uh, watch those games games either because none of them have free streams so we we both made a decision not to pay for an Italian service, and I think uh, based on the scores we've seen, that was probably a good choice not to pay to watch the Italian league. I'm I'm sorry, Italy. I wouldn't pay either. Like, come on. Okay, in week in round seven matchups, we have Firenze against Verona. Firenze, they've been going pretty strong. I think they're three and one. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. They have one last three wins. And Verena is one win, two losses. So anything is possible still. Uh, the seamen, go seamen, are facing Bologna. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the seamen are going to continue to just roll. This, the Bologna is the second to last team in the series. Yeah, they have I one mean, win. No, they're they don't have a chance. No, go seamen. And Lazio is facing Modena. Lazio Modena. That might be the closest game of the weekend, but yeah, I don't think number five and six. Yeah, I don't. But I don't think either of those teams have a chance. Are all that great? I mean, they're they're both sort of middling teams in Italy, so. But may, maybe it's exciting to watch. Maybe it's just sort of meh. I'm not. I'm not sure. It's meh, probably. Right. Nothing exciting in Italy. Should we go over to Spain, where is there is one yeah, I, game? I thought there were like three, but none of them held much importance. Oh, it's actually yeah, three. It's the Barbera Rockies against the Hurricanes. Nah, like the best team against a team 
So yeah, the Barbera rookies against the Saragossa Hurricanes, right? Yeah. Not of important game. Yeah. Maybe if they lose, they would drop their first spot. Yeah, yeah they s- they split with the Drax, didn't they? They won one and lost one. E- no, Drax has two uh, losses. Yeah, but Drax lost to someone else, I think, as well. Yeah. Yeah. They had a second loss against someone else. So that game should be kind of... Which one-sided. team did you say? The Rockies against the Drags. No, Rockies against the Hurricanes. Oh. Round 10. Yeah. The game after that is the Mariners against the Morcia Cobras. I don't think that game holds any weight, no. does it? No. It's just for pride. The Cobras Two decent are 0 and 5, so... No, yeah. oh, two and f- two and five. So sorry. Yes, yeah, two two okay teams just playing for pride at this point because they're not making the playoffs. And the last game is the Potros against the Black Demons, a game that yeah, doesn't I mean, hold yeah. any weight. Also, yeah, the the Black Demons are probably going to steamroll them, and also it's not an important game. As kind of a boring week in Spain. <laughs> yeah, but. Soon we're gonna have the playoffs from Spain, and that should be exciting. Yeah. Now, should we fly over to Sweden? Yes, there are quite a few games going on. I think we have three games on the Saturday, and one game that we want to take a look at on the Sunday. So now, Malte, you can start giving your predictions for the games because you know probably more in the Swedish league than me. <laughs> Yeah, um, let me just pull it up right here. So let's start. Let's start with the Super Series game. We have the Tyrosa Royal Crowns led by our old guest, our old friend, Felipe Dulane. And they're facing off against the Calsta Crusaders. Uh, it's a tough matchup because Calsta is not what you used to be. They have lost a lot of offensive linemen. Can you call this a bit of a grudge match with uh, both? Uh, you've oh, got yeah. both of the both of the guys in the backfield for uh, Toyota. So we got Emil Knutson at running back, and then of course Felix Dulane, both former Calsta players. Do you do you think there's any ill will going on between these teams now? Probably. I don't know because they left on a good note. They didn't leave because of like some issues. Yeah. I think Emil left because he said he would go back if Teresa has a team. And Philip just <clears throat> randomly got there. Yeah, he first moved back to Tijuana uh, and then moved up to Stockholm for work. So he ended up with Teresa that way. Well, I think I think Teresa has a good shot to take it far. Yeah, actually, yeah, they, they struggled a bit last week, but that was a weird game. The, they had like a Wednesday game against Stockholm, and they had just played on Sunday, so that's a tough turnaround. And they lost by like two scores against Stockholm. But yeah. I think now with like nearly a week and a half to rest up, like nine or ten days, 
they should be in better shape against Costa. Yeah, because yeah. if you play on Sunday, you practice Tuesday, then you're playing on Wednesday. You have one practice. They probably put in some extra practices, but yeah. A Monday practice? After a game, nobody showed up, probably. <laughs> no, I think their loss to Stockholm was kind of like they got Circum circumstantial. Yeah. yeah. Shall we uh, move on to Division One then? We, I think, we have uh, a bit of a better view of what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. So let's start uh, in the south, uh, in Easter actually. The Easter Rockets are taking on the Helsingborg Jaguars. And this is Easter's entry into the competition. This is their opening game. It's going to be fun to have Easter back in Division One, And they're taking on Helsingborg, who did play last week, but they struggled mightily against Gothenburg. Was it 38 to nothing to Gothenburg? Yeah. Yes. I don't think they have any positive yards. I mean, I, I think uh, for Helsingborg, they had uh, their one import receiver, Bobby. He He showed some flashes, but he didn't. I don't he think got in space. Like he never got yeah. all with space to move. Yeah, he never actually had much room to do much of anything. So then the question is, can they create a way to put him in space against Easta? Because Easta, I think they're going to be pretty stout up front, but they may not have as good of athletes on the perimeter as Gothenburg does. Probably not. The The biggest factor was the linemen. Gothenburg's defensive linemen came through fast. East, I can match that. They have a guaranteed win. Yeah, I think so. so, you, so. You, you, you think it's an uh, East win on side? Yeah, most definitely. I, nobody you, has Master? seen East this year. For that matter. Nobody knows what East has. Hey, they were uh, they were out scouting uh, our game last week. So who knows? Who knows? But what do you think? Of? Yeah, the, I think this is this could be interesting. I think they both have kind of similar issues. Roster depth. Talent. Yeah, yeah. Athleticism. Well. I guess. I, 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 Easta holds the edge with some of their uh, former Super Series guys. But then again, Hessing Boy, they sort of equal that out by having a few import guys. So I'm not sure how this is going to go, but I think Easta edges it out. I think Easta is the slightly better team. Yeah. To be honest, I saw the game against Gothenburg. I don't know, but... None of the imports showed some flashes, even their linebacker. He didn't. So I don't know. We can't watch the game live, so. <laughs> I think they start at 1 p.m. And then our game in Gothenburg starts at 4 p.m. It yeah. is the Yotaboy Marvels facing off. At home against the Kukwansta Predators. And 
Gothenburg, of course, as we just talked about, talked about, they're coming off a big win against Helsingborg. They were quite impressive. And Kjuanstad were coming off a very disappointing loss, a 29-0 loss against the Limham Griffins. So this is a matchup where in the preseason looked to be a great matchup, but at this point, I would probably say if you're a neutral looking at the results, you would assume that Gothenburg are favorites in this game. Yeah, you could say that. I'm well, I think bad. I think this is a start for both of the teams. Like Gothenburg had a pretty good start, and Kafanza didn't have that kind of. Gothenburg start. got a bye week. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Shots fired. Listen, not to sound Lee. Weird, Gothenburg did not get like punched in the mouth yet. Yeah, I think you have a point there. They didn't exactly get challenged against Helsingborg. Yeah, no, and exactly. I, and I think, like, we looked terrible on offense. I'm going to admit that last week. But defensively, As I think our defense... Player who didn't play, I think the defense looked really good. Yeah, I think our defense... Slight betters. Uh, but I think now we'll be even more better. Against Gothenburg. Yeah. yeah, I think our defense is going to come out and actually punch, punch Gothenburg in the face, metaphorically, that is. And they're, they might not be ready for that because they didn't get that against Helsingborg, no, but they will ready. get that. They will get that from our team. So I think, I think we can slow the game down and make it a defensive matchup. And if we can play that way, and get the running game going offensively, I think we could edge this one out and surprise some people. Yeah, I'm not totally. just saying this because I saw the game live, but there were two injuries for Gothenburg. One rec- Their best receiver pulled his hammy. Ooh. Oh, right. I remember that. I, I was watching 11. the stream. I was watching the stream. I was not live in Gothenburg like the side was, but... I watched the stream, and that was... I'm pretty sure that was their best receiver as well. Put Spiders on the side. But they were missing a lot of guys. Yeah, I heard they were missing a lot of guys, especially especially defensive linemen. They were missing quite a few. What? And... uh, Was that their bad defensive linemen? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. But I think the... The person to keep an eye on this game is Gothenburg's running back. 29. I don't know his last. I don't know his last name. He has his number twenty nine. His name is Devon. He is one of the very best running backs in Sweden right now. I think I can confidently say that. From what I've heard from side and other coaches, when I was coaching Sev, he's the key to Gothenburg. Yeah, if they can get if all. they can if they can get him rolling, I think they're near unstoppable in any game. Yeah. The main issue with him is he's he's pretty strong and he runs with high knees. So you can't tackle mm. him. He's weird to tackle because you can't tackle high and you can't tackle low. Tackle in the middle? I'm <laughs> 
well that's the only solution so <laughs> i can update you after the game how how i tackled him if i I, th- him. <laughs> I think the key is to keep him uh, keep, keep him, him away from the open field like yeah. don't let him break off big runs into the open field because then then you're in trouble yeah, but pretty hard because Gothenburg got the best offensive lineman in that division. That yeah, that might be a fair statement. They, yeah, have, they have a have very, been, very good offensive really good. line, and the, their uh, head coach Sebastian he is a former D one offensive lineman, so he is really focused on coaching up the O line, and he does a terrific job with that. Yeah. So which guy? Not being biased here. Who's winning? Of course we're winning. Come on, aside. Like why? Why do you? Why? Why? Why, why? Why would you ask me that? I'm never getting bet. I'm never. I'm never gonna bet against myself. Exactly. I'm never gonna bet against my own team. I can. I can admit when another team are favorites going in, which I think Gothenburg are. But I'm fine with the underdog status, and I think we'll go in and win. Listen, if we played against the unicorns as, as I wanted, you, you, you would not like us to win. <laughs> the team team would have kicked our ass. Well, probably. Okay, final game we're going to take a look at in Division One. This time in the North, Orlando. They are hosting the. Uppsala 86ers. Or is it the other way around? I'm not sure, but I no, think Arlanda the game... is the home team. I think the game is actually being played in Upplandsbrew, which I'm not sure why, but it is. To be continued. <laughs> to be continued, why that is. Maybe someone can answer that. But Orlanda, Orlanda, they played their opener last week. They lost 22-0 to AIK, and they're going into this game in a similar spot as the Predators are, disappointing loss, score zero points offensively. They need to get their offense going against Uppsala. But we don't know what to expect from the 86ers. Nobody actually knows how good the 86ers are now. Well, you they should. lost a lot they, of players. You should. That's your favorite team, right? They, they lost a lot of players. So it's their opportunity to show, like... We belong to the Super Series, not the shit show you call Division One. So I don't know. My predictions has been wrong <laughs> every game last week. <laughs> we All right. Besides, two Red Bulls. besides, still owes me two Red Bulls for uh, the prediction of uh, Orlando VA. Yes, okay. You can you can sponsor me on GoFundMe at AndreRedBulls.com. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, clarify it, not a real domain, guys. Not a real domain. So, but yeah, um, I, I don't know what to expect from Uppsala. I don't, I'm not even sure which players they still have. I'm gonna guess that Gustav Bilval is gonna be their starting quarterback, and I haven't seen him play lately, so I don't know what to expect. The funny thing is, those two teams had a farmers' agreement for like a lot of years. So a lot of the players know each other. But there was also some conflict like towards the end of this farmer's agreement. And yeah. I, it wasn't a nice breakup. No, I don't think it was a clean break. So 
this might get a bit dirty. This could be a real grudge match, especially if this ends up being a close game. Like, this could get ugly. A fist fight <laughs> full of brawl against teams from the benches. Looks like our pieces in game against the Danish team. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no. Oh, okay, and that's all we have for you on this preview pod. Uh, you will hear more from us on Sunday when we recap all the games. Perhaps the episode is going to be released Monday, but regardless, we will record Sunday our recap episode from, and we'll discuss all the games that we've talked about now. Uh, Malte, thank you for joining us today. It was fun to have you on. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. And to everyone listening, please go follow us on Instagram. We're at Gridirons of Europe. Follow our Twitter account. We're at Gridirons Europe. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so to gridironsofeurope at gmail.com. You may find us on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Bye-bye.